Hollywood Hoop Dreams aren't only made from magic, they also come in the form of original podcasts from the Hoop Ball Network. So if you're the Lakers zooming out, are you tempted to bring back DeMarcus Cousins in the playoffs? And do you disrupt the dynamic at that point if he's healthy enough to play? Join Ethan, JC, and the thriving Lakers community around the world to talk about all things Lakers. The Lakers this season has come to expect of this team is consistent winning. That is something we have not been able to say since I've seen Andrew Bynum in a Lakers uniform. The show is available everywhere pods are found and you can follow the show on twitter at hoopball lakers the following is a hoopball presentation good morning hoopballers Welcome to another edition of Hoopball DFS Today. Uh, this is the September 8th edition, the day after Labor Day, uh, Tuesday. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I am joined by my main man on the Tuesday slate, Steve. Steve, how you doing? Pretty good, man. How about you? Doing pretty good myself. Uh, had a pretty solid Labor Day weekend. Uh, nothing too crazy, but I uh, just saw some family and, and a couple friends, and I it was it was a good one. Uh, he, you do anything special over the weekend? Nothing. I stayed at home <laughs> the whole time. But I'm here in L.A. and uh, we were in uh, hundreds all weekend. So uh, ooh, I would stay home as well. I don't know if I want to uh, venture out in the hundreds after about five minutes. You're like, yeah, yeah, where's the AC at? Oh, man, it's brutal. <laughs> I can only imagine. Uh, we're starting to get a little rain and slightly colder weather, but... Uh, the last week and a half, I didn't have any EC on, and then the last couple of days, it's getting it. it in, in the Northeast, I remember you're, you're from here. Just changes the weather changes very randomly. Every couple of days, it could be snowstorm one day and then 85 the next. Uh, but I like it. You know what, though, I kind of miss it. I miss the hoodie <laughs> weather, which is what's oh, coming which up. Which is coming right like October, now. October, yeah. late September. Oh, it's the best. Yeah, that's the best. The fall in the Northeast is is my favorite season. Uh, just like you said, you can wear shorts and a hoodie. Um, it, it's, it's hard to explain unless you're here. Um, but I've been multiple other places around the country and world and there's just nothing like the fall of the Northeast. And, and you're right. Yeah, man. It's, it's one of my, one of my tops as well. Awesome. Um, yeah. So again, on the slate today, we have another two teams. Uh, before I get into that, uh, if you're a betting man, which, I'm assuming, or or woman, uh, or anything. If if you're a better, I'm assuming you're a better. If you're listening to DFS podcasts, uh, but make sure if you haven't done it already, check out my bookie guys and use the hope uh, use the promo code hoopball, and you get a hundred percent match of your first deposit, and you're gonna get a little future action too. Uh, and as we are two days away from the NFL season kicking off, we're deep in the heart of the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. The MLB playoffs are right two weeks from or twenty days from now uh, is the last day of the season, so and there's no better time to do it now. And we all know NFL is the highest betting game in in the world, or not the world. Maybe that's uh, soccer or football, as they call it everywhere else. Um, but it's a huge one, and especially the United States. So get in your my bookie action now and go check out uh, our or betting podcast because our guys are doing a great job there and then use the promo code and uh, win some cash. Are you uh Steve, are you a guy, do you like betting outside of DFS? Do you like making uh 
regular sports wagers on games and over-unders and all that stuff? Uh, every once in a while, you know, if, I, if I'm watching the game with some friends, they'll do it kind of more as like a, you know, prop thing. I don't take it mm-hmm. all that seriously, but I do get into uh, betting the entire series. I find that the okay. games have a, a lot of variance and, um, you know, they're a little bit difficult to figure out. But the series, I usually uh, usually can do pretty well betting them. Yeah, I like I like doing uh, the series too. It's because anything, like you said, anything game to game is could could change, but a series, the better team, ninety nine percent of the time wins. Plus, what's nice about betting the series is I usually look for um, like the team that is favored. If they lose game one, their line goes down, and then you can bet on them then. And that's how I've made a little bit of money this year. Nice. Yeah, I like doing that uh, as well in live bets. Whenever you're really high on a team and you see them uh, losing, like right uh, when you're when they're losing a little bit, the line goes down, and sometimes you can even get points if they're down like twelve or something. Uh, it's just a fun way to do it. I like live yeah. betting. I know our guy uh, Dan Bespris loves that too. Oh yeah, he's the guy I would go to. <laughs> yeah. If you need any tips? <laughs> awesome. So uh, let's let's get right into it, man. We we took a little bit talking about it or talking about some stuff. Uh, let's get into this nice two-game slate and another two-game slate. That's all we got. All we got when we're this this far in the playoffs. And in about a week, we'll probably only have one game slate, so it's it's going to make it very interesting. I don't necessarily like the showdown slates, but uh, it might be all we have. <laughs> but yeah, let's get into this first game. Uh, this is the Heat versus the Bucks. The Bucks took their first game in the series. Yes, it's Game Six or Game Five. The Bucks took their first game in the series. Um, I had to repeat it because they were the best team all year. Not necessarily in the bubble, but uh, very underwhelming in this in this series. But the the Bucks are plus two in this. Um, the money line is plus one twenty five for Milwaukee. The Heat are negative one forty five, and the over under is two seventeen. This game starts at six thirty p.m. Eastern. Uh, let's hit the Miami Heat first because technically they are the away team, quote unquote. Um, who do you like? Let's start with the with the big guys and move ourselves down, and then we'll, we'll find value plays. But we'll stay with uh, everybody that's fairly higher priced on the team with Bam, Butler, and Drogic, who've all been playing really well lately, and, and especially in the series and, and throughout the playoffs. Um, who do you like out of those three, or, or where would you be leaning towards? Well, I think we have to start off by saying that uh, all of a sudden um... – Kelly Olynyk, Jay Crowder, and Tyler Hero are all listed as questionable. Um, so who plays and who sits is going to have a pretty big uh, impact on these guys. Um, so yeah, I guess I, for our purposes, let's say they're playing for right now. Um, if they're playing for right now, uh, my favorite of the big three guys is uh, Bam. Bam at uh, 8,700. Um He's just been a little bit more consistent than Butler. Butler's at 8,500, and he's you know had some good games and then a couple of 30 DK point games. And um, Butler is always capable of you know going in there and having an awesome game. But I also feel like he likes to uh, defer to his teammates a lot and kind of pick his spots, which is smart. I'm not I'm not knocking him for it at all. Uh, but because of that, he's just been a little bit inconsistent. Um, Bam's been averaging 45 DK points a game versus this team uh, versus the Bucks. 
Uh, his minutes were all the way up to 44 last game. And you and I talk to talk about him all the time, but he can just get it done in so many ways. He's not, you know, too heavily reliant on hitting his shot or getting blocks. He just kind of fills up the stat sheet. Um, I like him a little bit more as a cash play than a tournament play because his upside might be uh, kind of limited. But uh Bam is my favorite of the three. I think Drogic is a decent play as well, but he's just a little bit too expensive for me. Uh, what do you think about those guys? Yeah, um, and good call. I, I completely whiffed on the uh, the injury report there, but Crowder, Hero, and Olenek are questionable. Um, yeah, I think Bam is the best play of the three, too. And it's, it's because it's so safe. Uh, you mentioned it. And I remember last time I was on here, if you're looking at his, his stats in this these first four games, he's just been very consistent. And the worst game that he's had, he fouled out in. And he only played 33 minutes, which is three less than the lowest minutes he's played in the other games in this series. Um, and he didn't get double-digit rebounds there because he only played it, played 33. But if you look at all the other games, 19, 17, 16, 12 rebounds, uh, when you're going against Brook Lopez, and that's the, the biggest guy on the other team and Giannis might not play as well we'll get to that soon uh, this guy's floor is just so much safer than than butlers um be, because he his he has he can crash the glass and there's really not much competition out on the other team for people cl- crashing the glass like that so i, I love him here um 8700 is a very good price for him but butler as well he's obviously not a bad play uh but I like that safer floor that I get with Adebayo as well. And I think I can find uh, more shooting guards or small forwards as well on the slate. So I, I'm with you on there going going bam with the safeness. Um, as far as Drogic, 7,200. Man, it, it seems like every single time I come on here and we're talking, his price goes up. And that's because it has. Uh, he's He was... 772 the last game that I mean pretty similar uh the same price but uh, seven before that 6966 he's just been playing so great that this really isn't a terrible price for him I think he's going to hit value and and I wouldn't shy away from him just because it's going up again if you if you look all throughout the playoffs he, again his his lowest point the entire time is 31.75 so it's a little lower than what you want um but that's his lowest game. So, I mean, he could still bring you back 44, 45 points there and bring back value. Uh, if you have the money, if you have some leftover, I don't mind playing him over a couple other people. Um, but that's – we'll have to see how we get there. But, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to totally shy away from him. But if I need to – if the money's a little tight, then I would rather have Bam than him. Yeah, see, with Drogic, I, I – um... He has been awesome this playoffs. My concern is the last two games he's had uh, Eric Bledsoe defense, and he mm-hmm. hasn't quite been as efficient as he's been, um, particularly last game, one for nine from three. Uh, so I guess I just, um, I guess I'm just looking elsewhere as a points per dollar, uh, just because I am a little concerned about Bledsoe defense on him. That makes sense. I'm a, I, the way that I think about it is a, a little. A little bit differently, actually, but because he shot five of 17 and only made one of nine three, and he still put up 35 points and, and pretty much hit value there, I, I think there's still room for improvement because his his shot was so off. Uh, if he makes another one or two threes right there, you're hitting, you're sitting over 40 points there. So, um, yeah, good but point. pretty similar. 
if he has another off night because of the defense, then uh, whatever. But, I mean, he still brought pretty much value on it with the bad shooting night. So that's why I don't mind playing him there. Cool. Um, Good point. Yeah, so how, how about these other guys? We, we mentioned, uh, you mentioned it, Crowder, Hero, Olenek, all um, all questionable. We're, we're going to assume most of them are going to play. They didn't look like they were questionable last game. Um, but how about those guys? And then we have Duncan, Iguodala, even, I guess, Jones and Nunn. Is there anybody here that uh, you're really leaning towards for some value? Yeah, I'll be looking at uh, Duncan Robinson a bit at 4,500. Um I, I'm pretty surprised that uh, Duncan Robinson has been able to hold up somewhat defensively in the playoffs. I thought he was like one of those guys that would, you know, get to the playoffs and then just get hunted and wouldn't be able to stay on the floor. <laughs> but, um, you know, he, he's been holding up okay. Uh, he, you know, Spolstra had enough confidence to play him 39 minutes last game. Um, this guy really just opens up the offense for the Heat with his, you know, he's just a knockdown shooter. He always comes with a level of risk because his value is so reliant on his ability to hit shots. But at 4,500, oh no, he's 4,700. Sorry, I had that wrong. But uh, at 4,700, I think he should be able to hit value at that price. If you need someone to fill out your lineup, I like him. Uh, That's it for those guys, though. I'm a little worried about Crowder. I think his price is a little high. I think if you see that Crowder and Hero are ruled out, maybe you do want to look at Iguodala or none, but only then. Yeah, um, I like that. Uh, Robinson's been pretty solid this entire playoffs, and he's he's going to be considered one of the best three-point shooters in the game probably next by next year or, or the year after because he this guy really can shoot. Uh, I do like me some Jay Crowder in this if he plays. The price tag really is kind of a, a bummer because a couple games ago when he was in the mid 4K range, he was great value. Uh, now his upside is kind of capped. I, I can see him getting another 30-point game, another 32, 33-point game. Very well within reach. He he has been guarding a lot of Brook Lopez when Giannis was out there. And again, as I mentioned with Bam, he can get some rebounds because that 7-foot guy on the other side doesn't really crash the boards. Uh, it's a good matchup for him. But the upside there is not not the greatest. But I, again, I, I think he could hit value with with thirty points, so I don't mind playing him. Um, but you really you're not going to get a a fire, <laughs> the little the little fire symbol with him. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I just it's happened a few games in a row. I just don't believe him as a shooter. I just think that's yeah. going to regress. But yeah, you know, you're it's it's happening. So <laughs> it, and and I I agree with that because he's made. What, 11, 15 of uh, 35 the last three games. But the fact that he's been taking double-digit threes and they're letting him shoot. Uh, and <laughs> he's the last game, he's only taken one shot that hasn't been a three-pointer. Or the last three games combined, one shot that hasn't been a three. And if we do all four games, two shots that haven't been from three. Um, if you're going to take shots and you're gonna, they're going to leave them open, I guess that's that's the shots you want. Yeah, they're giving it to him. He's got the green yeah. light too. So. <laughs> exactly. But I like I do like your call with um, if if those two guys don't play Crowder and Hero, then we're gonna have to see a, a, a bigger dose of Iguodala and maybe some more Derek Jones Jr. too. I would lean Iguodala because he's more versatile and uh, they would need more of his his facilitating and whatnot. So I do like that. If if we find out that Crowder and Hero aren't playing, that's a good pivot. And he's only thirty four hundred. 
Uh, it's, it's not every day you're going to find someone under 4K uh, that could be playing near 30 minutes. Yeah, usually not. This slate actually has a couple. This is the first yeah. playoff slate that I found a few guys under four that I'm okay with, but we'll we'll talk yeah. about them. <laughs> and yeah, I, I agree. There is a few, and it's uh, mostly injury related. Uh, not fully when they're not injured, I guess I would say. Which on a two game slate, it's hard to find. Um, but yeah, let's let's flip on over to the Bucks and see if you have any of those guys that I I think you might have. Um, <laughs> the first one here is we have Giannis questionable for this game. Uh, I'm not sure. He missed most of last game. He only played 11 minutes. He, he got off the floor with that ankle injury. He didn't come back. They say, I heard he was in a boot. Maybe I'm making that up, but I heard he was in a boot in the locker room. Um, first off, let's start. Do you think he plays? And if he plays, do you have any interest at 11-1? I don't think he plays um, similar to you. I've just heard that he can't even jump off of this foot. Uh, you know, this is a franchise player and they are down, you know, three to one. Um, it doesn't seem like a wise risk. I imagine Giannis is going to want to play. Uh, you know, he's that type of guy that uh, he's really going to want and try and push it. Uh, I just frankly don't see it. And even if he does play, I'm not paying 11000 for him. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just uh, too concerned about the health. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And it's not it's not fully the health. It's also the, the matchup. Uh, I know he put up 60 DK points the game before that, and he only shot 33% from the field, 0 of 7 from 3. So he has upside to do better. It's just this is a tough matchup for him. Uh, Derek Jones Jr. and... Bam, and I, I started with Derek Jones Jr. and he, he guards him a little bit, but those two guys, uh, they have been two of the best defensive players, a one on one against Giannis uh, this season, and especially Bam because he's the primary defender on him. And he's starting to get the rec- more of the recognition from um, fans that may have not known who he was before this. But he's starting to get more net recognition, well-deserved. Uh, but this is a tough matchup for him anyway. And then you put that he's limited. Um, and then you know that there's three other big superstars also on this slate. It's kind of hard for me to pay up the top dollar for for Giannis pretty much when you don't know if he's fully going to play. Um, it, it, to me, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to play too much of him as well. Um and I'm I'm assuming we're going to be on the same page with this this one, but we'll go to the next the other three big guys in this lineup. Um, if Giannis plays or doesn't play, how do you feel about Middleton, Bledsoe, and uh, Brooke? Uh, so my favorite of the three is Middleton. Um, Middleton was awesome uh, in Game Four. Uh, I also I just liked uh, I kind of liked the way the Bucks were running some offense through him. Uh, I'm su- very surprised to see that his price has only increased by 500 bucks. Um, so with or without Giannis, I could see Middleton getting a little bit more featured in the on in the offense. Um, Bud finally broke and played these guys. You know, uh, he played Middleton 48 <laughs> minutes last game, which is something I know they they were receiving a lot of criticism about, but and rightfully so. You know, we gotta yeah, they're the losing this series. Get these guys in there. <laughs> Um, but Middleton should be funneled minutes and usage. Uh, I really like him at 8,600. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely my favorite by far of the three. Uh, what about you? 
Yeah, I'm I'm all over Middleton, uh, whether Giannis plays or doesn't play. I think it's for a hundred extra than Jimmy Butler. Uh, I think it's just a lot better of an option. Uh, we, I mean, if I kind of want Giannis to play, so less people play Middleton. If Giannis doesn't play, uh, Middleton's owner usage or ownership is going to be through the roof. I would imagine um, if he plays, I, I maybe some people pivot off of him, but I still think. Oop, I hit my mic. My bad. I still think that. Uh, He's going to get funneled that usage if he plays, and, and they're going to try and run the more, more of the offense through him because it was so successful at the end of last game, and, and they did win that first their first game in the series, um, and he's been playing great. And he's actually has eight, seven, and eight assists the last three games, so he's getting more of the offense and running through him. But at 8,600, that's a awesome price for him, uh, and he showed 28 shot attempts last game without Giannis. If they're going to give him actual minutes in a playoff game in a win or go home game, that's you can't. It's hard to pass that up. Yeah. Do you have any uh, interest in Brook or Bledsoe? Um, if Giannis doesn't play, I'll have some interest in in Bledsoe because at sixty two he can beat that price. Uh, I might if Giannis doesn't play, I might be pivoting off of. I said I like Dragic, who I think has a safer floor, but if Giannis doesn't play. Uh, Bledsoe is going to get extra usage in there. He's going to see 40 minutes again, I would assume. And for a thousand cheaper, I, I like that better, just because I know that a big usage monster in, in Giannis is not on the floor. Uh, as far as Brook Lopez, 6K, I don't see huge upside in a, in a big return from him. I can't see him getting to 40 points. Uh, but if he's going to play 40 minutes as well, he can easily bring back five five x, maybe six x value. Um, I just don't see a a big boom, but I do see consistent value with him. So it's not uh, not a bad play there for me. Yeah, I agree with you. I, li- I like Bledsoe a little bit more, but uh, I think I will be looking elsewhere. Um, yeah, we were talking about some of these cheaper guys on this slate before. Um, I do like uh, Dante Divincenzo at thirty five hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, his minutes have been creeping up over the past two games. Uh, he played 27 minutes last game. So if Giannis is out, I imagine he'll see a few more minutes. Um, you know, this is a guy that averaged roughly a fantasy point per minute during the regular season. If you tell me that he's going to get 25 to 30 minutes, I'm all in on him at 3,500. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And I like Devo. Uh, it's just, it was weird because they were playing the best basketball of any team this season. Um, and that's coming from a Laker fan. And this Bucks team was just awesome. And DiVincenzo was a prime role player on this team. He had a big rotation spot. And then all of a sudden in the bubble, they just didn't play him over 20 minutes. They just, Bud just was not playing this guy. He kind of dwindled from the rotation before the, in the, in the seeding games. And then in the playoffs, he hasn't really played last two games. He's seen minutes again. Uh, and then they won last game, and he played 27 minutes. So I'd imagine he played himself back into this rotation. And if he has done that, and he's going to see 25 to 30 plus minutes, especially with if Giannis doesn't play at 3,500, uh, we just mentioned Iguodala. If if those two guys don't play, you're not going to find people to play that many minutes at this cheap of a price. Same thing goes for Devo, and um, that's I, I would if Giannis doesn't play, I have to be on him. At yeah, that price. yeah, I agree. Even if he plays, uh, it might not yeah. even be a bad one if he needs someone cheap. Yeah, and and if he if Giannis plays and he doesn't look comfortable, that means more for Devo, or maybe he just supplanted Pat Connington, who kind of stole his 
minutes and, and roll there. Um, but I, for 3,500, if he gets 15 to 20 points, that means you get to pay up elsewhere. And he has upside to get 25 to 30. So I, I do really like Devo in this one. Cool. That's all I really have on this Bucks team. Is there anyone else you're looking at? Yeah, maybe if Giannis doesn't play, I'll, I'll give George Hill a, a glance. But um, yeah, I'm not too really too huge on everybody else. Or maybe if Giannis doesn't play, I might give Marvin Williams a glance. But I do like Devo for a hundred less. Uh, if I'm stuck with, I need a power forward spot or a forward instead of a guard for that cheap. Maybe I'll lean Marvin Williams. But dollar for dollar, I like Devo better. And I'm kind of with you. There's for a team, it, they're just very top heavy. This team. Yeah, I, if we see like Marvin Williams is starting, I think I would look at him. Uh, yeah, you know, in place for Giannis, but uh, only then I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not excited, too excited about him, but uh, he would get more minutes and usage if in in the right scenario. Yeah. All right. Cool. Awesome. So well, then let's go to this second game. Um, this. This series is tied 1-1. Started a little later because the Rockets went into an awesome Game 7. Um, but the Lakers are favorited by 5 points. The Rockets are getting plus 5. Uh, the Rockets are plus 175 on the money line. The Lakers are negative 215. And the over-under is 225. So if you're reading at home, the over-under in this game is projected 8 points higher. Uh, the injury report, I missed the last one, so I'll get this one out. The Lakers have uh, Davis and LeBron as probable, McGee as questionable, Deion Waiters as doubtful, and the Rockets don't have anything um, submitted. I don't know if they have any injuries per se. Uh, to me, LeBron and AD are definitely playing. Javal McGee is truly questionable, and uh, Deion Waiters' injury looked pretty pretty bad when it happened, so I, I would assume he's closer to... Uh, doubtful than questionable as well but let's get into this uh first game or first team let's go to the the uh the oh that is the lakers because they're technically the quote-unquote away team uh how do you feel about that injury report do you think a mcgee in or Deion waiters would be playing uh, i t- totally agree with your breakdown um there's no way lebron and davis aren't playing <laughs> <laughs> McGee, I yeah. think it's legitimately questionable. We'll have to watch that news because that actually will have some fantasy implications. Um, waiters playing or not, I don't think it's going to really move the needle on any of my decisions. Um, yeah. But uh, let's, I'll, I'll, you know, let's let you start because you're the Laker fan. Uh, who do you like on the Lakers? Who are your top uh, of the top guys? Yeah. Before I go, I, I wish Waiters was playing because. Uh, this is a matchup that does suit him if he was healthy enough. It, unfortunately, I don't think it is. Uh, as far as the big guys, I don't mind paying for either of them. Uh, I the I think these two are in prime spots. Uh, LeBron James looked excellent last game. Just he, he was making highlight after highlight. Um, oh my gosh, that one block he had on <laughs> was it Westbrook? Yeah, towards like... this, in the second half, I believe, towards the end. Yeah, he wow. came out of the backside and. <laughs> from behind and then just swatted it out. Oh, and then he ran uh, this guy. You, It's his 17th year in the league that that's, you can't say enough about you've no, it's really hard to see an, a guy this athletic at his age. Still, uh, he's probably in the top five athletes still today. And he has uh, 17 years of mileage on him, which is in absolutely incredible. 
Um, yeah, but for both of these guys, I think they're both in play for me. I probably would lean LeBron, and I'm, but I'm glad that uh, Davis said he was ready and willing to play center in this matchup, and Frank Vogel let him play center for the majority of this game. And then when McGee got hurt, pretty much just funneled center minutes to Davis because they didn't play Dwight Howard at all. Um, and this is a matchup that he needed to play a little bit more, mostly more center. He's not really playing a true center ever. He's never going to see a true center in this ge- in this matchup. So it's not really like he's banging bodies with with a 245 pound guy. He's banging bodies with PJ Tucker and Robert Covington. Uh, but I this this matchup again suits him. He's, he went 15 of 24 from the field last game. Um, glad to see him taking two thirds more or an extra third of shots. He only took one three, and that just shows you that he knows he has the big mismatch and the advantage down low. So I like that for him. Uh, and if you add a couple stocks in his line, he's going to hit. Uh, he only had one block last game. No steals, one block. That's not typical for the AD. He's closer to two and two. So if you throw an extra block and an extra steal in there, he's hitting 60 points, and that's over 5x value for you. Um, so I like both of these guys. Depending on how you want to play the matchups, if you don't really like the other centers on the line or don't really like power forward, because power forward is kind of tough in this one, or vice versa, if you like uh, point guards or small forwards, I think both LeBron and AD are going to get over, get nearly 60-plus points in this one at the at the minimum. Yeah, would you play both of them in the same lineup? Yeah, and, and that's also something that I wouldn't mind doing uh, Probably not. If I'm only doing one lineup, I'd probably pick and choose one of them. But in multiple lineups, even if I did four or five lineups, I'll have one at least one lineup that I have both of them because this is a very good matchup for the both of them. And it's going to be a high-scoring, back-and-forth, run-up-and-down-the-court game. Unlike the first game, which I don't think is a little slower of a pace, this is the game that I would target. And both these guys, uh, great, great matchups. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think with with them, it's uh, I like LeBron a little bit more. I just think he has a little bit more upside, um, just simply because he has the ball in his hands so much. Um, but I think that with them, it will just kind of be what can I afford in my lineup and what position do I need? Um, yeah, you know, they're they're both good plays. And uh, even a healthy Giannis, I'd still, if Giannis plays, I still lean LeBron over him for a hundred extra. And I like Davis. I like them a little more than Harden, too. I just think their matchup is better. And when you look at it, most teams have, well, not all, not all these guys, these the teams that were here, but there's always like a one-two and a, a third guy. The Lakers are really one-two, space, 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 <laughs> and then a third guy. Um, even, even like an Eric Gordon's a lot better than Kyle Kuzma. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. They are very top-heavy. Yeah. Um, what about uh, these cheaper guys on the Lakers? I've got a couple in mind that I like. Yeah, so I just talked crap about Kyle Kuzma, but I don't mind playing him at 4,800. He's going to be playing power forward, which he's more comfortable with. I know he only played 21 minutes last game. Um, I, I think he would see a little bit more minutes in this one if he if he's feeling it. But he, he did pretty well last game. Uh, he shot six of seven from the field. He really he didn't settle for threes. He he took it to the rim and, and found a shot. So I like that. Um, another guy who has pretty good value and is playing a ton of minutes, Rajon Rondo. He played twenty nine in the last game. I uh, they Frank Vogel didn't want to get him that high in minutes. He took him out, and then the Rockets kind of 
went on a small mini run and a couple minutes later, Rondo came back into the game to close it. I think he's going to play over 30 minutes this game. And at 3,900, that is, he is in a great spot and they're leaving him open, which a lot of teams do. So he's going to have open shots if he hits a couple of them. I know he's only three of 10 from three the last two games, but they're leaving him open. If he hits a couple of them, he's going to bring back a lot of really good value. Uh, Alex, Alex, I I think so. Sorry, no, sorry. No. Yeah, I think I'm, Rondo I'm is like caught up. So you go on it. <laughs> I think Rondo is like the best play on the slate. Um, you know, he was a plus twenty eight last game, uh, and uh, that's just that's amazing to me. I thought this these rocket guards would just kind of eat him up defensively, but um, he's been playing really well, and he's been you know making these incredible passes and running the offense well. He's really impressive, to be honest. Uh, that last game. Uh, but really go ahead, you were, yeah, um, yeah. Go ahead. I tried to hij- hijack your team from you. I'll let you. Oh no, going. no, <laughs> no. Well, I like passing it back and forth. I was getting kind of caught up there, so I'm glad. I'm glad you stopped me. I was You're going excited. On too much. <laughs> A little excited there, and I couldn't help myself. Um, but yeah, I love Rondo at that price. You, maybe not best, but per. I guess for the discount that you're getting on him at 39, uh, I would call him one of the better plays. Um, and I guess, if, if, but if you're looking, you can still look at Caruso. He should be played 25, 30 minutes, but much rather have Rondo for an extra hundred. It's just he's going to get the minutes. They need someone to. Uh, he's primarily guarding um, James Harden. He's he's one he's one of the people that are guarding him a lot. So they need him to play, especially without Bradley there. Um, so uh, I do like Rondo and another guy, I guess if we're throwing in there, Marcus, or oh, I almost said Marcus, I almost said the brother, Chief Keith Markeith Morris. He had a big, his big breakout game in the playoffs and he played 23 minutes, shot six is eight from the field. I don't see another four or five from three performance, um, but they're going to need a guy like this, especially if Javal McGee doesn't play. And that me, they didn't play Dwight Howard. I think Dwight Howard might get 10 minutes or so next game, but they're going to need Markeith Morris to play. Uh, Anthony Davis is going to get shifted to center. Kyle Kuzma is going to play both forward spots, but they need someone else that can play backup center and not be so slow against this small ball team. And they need someone else to play next to um, AD. So Markeith is going to get minutes here and at 3,500, that's also not a bad price, but I would lean um, DiVincenzo if I had to pick between the two. Yeah, good call. I have Marquise here as well. Um, I, I, just like you, I had a, a verbatim in my notes. I don't think he's <laughs> going to shoot four for five from three again. But what is encouraging is the minutes and the matchup. He kind of makes sense in this matchup. And, you know, maybe if the Rockets aren't going to guard him from three, he can hit a few threes again. So uh, I, I agree with you on Morris, but he is one of those you know, high variance players. So <laughs> exactly. Don't, don't put them in too many lineups. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and I'm, well, I wouldn't, I won't play him. This is just me hoping that he has a good game. Uh, J.R. Smith. I hope you see some minutes in this one. Uh, at, again, I'm not going to play him, but this is a matchup with, especially if Dion waiters is not playing who they were trying to get more involved in this. Cause it, that's also, it, it suits him. But J.R. Smith could find himself if the team is struggling to get inserted and try and hit some shots that only a guy like J.R. Smith would take and make. Yeah, he can always get hot, too. You never know. Yeah. All right, man. So it looks like we both had the—we both like Rondo at, 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 like at that steal of a price right now in this matchup. A little bit of Keefe and those two big guys. 
Uh, I didn't hear you. Did Did you like any Kyle Kuzma on this one? Uh, I think Kuzma has a, got a really nice price tag. I'm very concerned about the 21 minutes last game. Uh, I mean, you're the Laker guy. Do you see any particular reason for that? I mean, he was shooting well and still only played 21 minutes. Uh, yeah. I guess uh, I just have a level of concern with that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I'm not too concerned with that. I think he's going to creep closer to 30, probably over it. I just think they were playing very well um, yesterday. They took a big lead. I know they lost it, but they were playing really well, and they just let it ride. And Markeith Morris was also on fire, and it was playing tough defense and whatnot. So they just let it ride. Um, I, I don't see him playing another 21. But if they're winning again and he's on the bench and it's happening, I could see them to just keep rolling with what works. But – I, I see him creeping up again. Yeah. All right. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. I like that. Uh, sure. But let's go on to the Rockets. They don't have anybody on the injury report. I don't know if that's going to change uh, closer to game time. But it looks like everybody is healthy. Uh, let's start with um, the two two big guys in Harden and Westbrook. Any interest in either? Yeah, I have some interest in Harden at 11,000. Um I mean, Harden's been playing really well against the Lakers. Uh, he's been efficient. Um, and last game, he was a plus eight in a game that they lost by eight. I actually could see the Rockets funneling a little bit more usage to him. Um, Westbrook's been horrible. Um, I don't know if it's the injury or I guess it's the injury. Maybe he's having a little bit of trouble coming back, but he's been so bad. Um let me see. Was it last game? He was. I don't have it in front of me, but um, he was negative somewhere over ten, and Harden was plus eight, and that's literally like Westbrook's job is to keep the offense afloat while Harden's out of the game, and he just couldn't do it. Um, so I like the Rockets to maybe funnel a little bit more usage to Harden. Um, I know he hasn't quite been at that $11,000 price tag, but we both know this guy can go off for 70 or 80 DK points any day. So um, I think it's a worth worthwhile shot this time. What do you think about Harden? Yeah, so it's, it's weird because the last four games he hasn't hit 55. So he hasn't hit uh, even old, slightly under 5X value. But Harden can go off at a moment's notice. So And then this is a pretty good matchup for him. Um, Rondo is giving him some trouble, so I don't know if I'm totally on the Harden. I mean, I'm not going to avoid him if I'm doing multiple lineups, but if I'm doing if if I'm to do one to two, I would lean towards the Laker guys uh, with a little bit of. I mean, LeBron's only two hundred more, uh, and then AD's a couple hundred less, so I would lean towards them. But I'm not going to totally fade Harden if I'm doing even a couple lineups. Um, as far as Westbrook, eighty four hundred. It just screams, play me, play me, play me. I know he's been playing terrible, and I shouldn't have any interest in him. But at 8,400, he's bound to hit some shots. Uh, he was only one of seven from three last game, one of five from the first in the first game. So he's two of 12 in this series from three. He hasn't just hit many threes. They're letting him shoot, just like I said, Rondo. They're letting Westbrook shoot. He was wide open. like It, it was almost as if he was the only one on the court for a few shots. Uh, and he was missing them. He still, for some reason, and I never understood this when he does this, but for some reason, even when he's wide open, he shoots it. He does like a real quick catch and shoot. He could 
a couple of the shots last night or the other night, he could have gathered, took his time and shot and had a coffee, uh, had a bagel is with it and then and then taking the shot. But he still rushes it sometimes. Uh, maybe he changes it this time. But four of 15, that's very hard. In, in a matchup like this, he should – he's not getting Russell – or he's not getting uh, – I almost said Russell Westbrook. He's not getting Westbrook yeah. guarding no, him. No, he's <laughs> not getting Westbrook defense. <laughs> right? He's not getting – Rondo's really not guarding him much. Uh, he is guarding him, but he's mainly more on, on Harden. Westbrook has to play more controlled. Uh, I don't know if it's – Pressure, I don't know what it is, but 12 turnovers the last two games is unacceptable. Uh, 10 points. He's, he had more rebounds than points. I can't see that again. If, if you're telling me all he needs to do is score 42 DK points to hit value, I'm on board with that. And I think he's a better play than Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I I, 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 I agree with your logic. I guess it's never going to happen, but like it, it really seems like the smart thing for the Rockets to do would be to play him like 20 minutes if he plays <laughs> like that again. Yeah, um, He was a negative 14. I pulled it up last game, and it really looked even worse than that. <laughs> yeah, it, it really did. And, and I know there's no – there's not really uh, – I can't pull up any stats of why he should I, – I like him. It's just that price tag is so low that he's going to have a good – I would assume he, he's too talented not to have a good game at some point. Uh, it, at 84, I don't. I just like I'll I'll buy. I'd rather be early than late on his big game. I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess <laughs> I, I don't share your optimism for him. But we'll see. <laughs> I, I totally understand it. He, he's the way he's played the last since he's come back. I shouldn't be optimistic about it, but. There, there. I, I do like him as a player. I know Mike said he's one of my favorite players last time we we're on, and he is, and that's probably where the bias comes in. Um, but I, the, the older that Westbrook gets, his game is not meant to be long, the, a longevity type of game. He's just he relies too much on athleticism, and he gets hurt a lot. But this, guy, he, he has a good matchup, eighty four hundred. Um, even in a terrible, terrible four of fifteen shooting, seven turnovers, he still put up thirty-five DK points. So there's a lot of room to bring back value here. Yeah, cool. I, <laughs> I agree. I agree, though. He he's, he would be worth throwing in some lineups just to see what happens. Like you said, there's lots of room to go up. So yeah. Uh, but how about everybody else? Do you do you have any interest in a Covington, Gordon, Tucker, uh, Greenhouse? Uh, I like Robert <laughs> Covington the best out of all those guys. Um, we we talk we seem to talk about Covington every single time <laughs> we have a podcast. Yeah, I the feel truth like is, he's just he just kind of always sits around, you know, that sixty five hundred mark, and he's just always capable of having a big game. Um, PJ Tucker and I mean the the Rockets got killed last game in the Jeff Green minutes. He was negative twenty six. Um, they really need Covington and Tucker to play as many minutes as possible. Because of that, you know, Covington's going to hit some threes. He's going to get steals. He's going to get blocks. He's just, you know, he's just always capable of those 40-plus point DK point nights when things line up right. Um, I can't really think of a rhyme or reason, you know, like why he has those nights when he does, <laughs> but he's just always capable of it. And I also think he has a relatively safe floor at 6,500. So I like Covington. What about you? Yeah, I don't mind me some Covington as well. Uh, the only thing i see 
that scares me a little bit about him in this series is he's either guarding LeBron or he's guarding AD, and mostly AD. Uh, those are two big dudes, and those are two dudes that are trying to punish him when they're driving or down low. Uh, so that's the one thing that I have on him that he's hard. It's harder for him to get more blocks and steals. Oh, and he had a clean block on LeBron the other game or last game. Uh, and they called it a foul. So we'll see if that happens more, but, uh, that's his defensive. He, they need him more on the defensive end than just going out and shooting a bunch of open threes, which he's not really finding in this series. Um, but again, 6,500, that's not a bad price tag for him. Even if he gets you he could still get you uh 20 25 or 27 which is just under value is probably his floor so he's he's kind of safe over here so i don't i don't mind him as well and it was a couple games ago he was under 6k and it was all i loved it yeah uh and outside of covington i might have myself a little bit of house um Mm House is only 4,100. He put up 24 DK points last game. Uh, he certainly comes with a level of risk, but I I thought the Rockets were best when they had House on LeBron, um, Tucker on AD, and Covington more of like a freelance help defender because Covington's good in that role. He's not really good as your primary defender. I think like LeBron will just kind of eat that guy for breakfast. He's too small for him. <laughs> Um, that being said, Covington's great at helping. So if we can see House's minutes continue to creep up, um, he should be able to hit value at 4,100. Yeah, and I don't mind uh, I don't mind me some House either. I think he's pretty solid, and it's a good price, only 4,100. I also like me a little bit of P.J. Tucker in this. They need somebody to get some rebounds and, and guard, uh, eight, try and guard A.D., and if he's not bang, if he's banging more with AD, who likes to sometimes wander out around the perimeter more, if he's banging more in AD and AD's playing center for the majority of games, that means less of massive Dwight Howard and less of massive Javal McGee, who might not even play. Uh, so I like him a little bit better if, if especially if McGee doesn't play and, and AD is playing center and, or even starting at center. So I like a, a little Tucker there at forty nine. And yeah, you mentioned house. I think that's a really good price for him. Cool. All right, that's all I've got with them. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, before we go, I do want to ask you one question. Oh, I, I think you might have already answered it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you it again. Uh, any price, any player, who is your favorite play of the night? Hmm. My, I'm sorry, I put you on the spot here. You can take a second, but if you had to pick, uh, I'll, I'll continue to talk. I'll give you a couple seconds while you're thinking about it. But if you had to pick anybody, uh, it could be position eligibility-wise. It could be uh, a top player that you just think is a lock. could be a, a mid-range price guy, or it could be a cheap value player that you don't want to go out of your lineups with. But what's the one guy that you'll see yourself playing pretty much every everything you do? You know, I, I said it before. I think it's Rondo. Mm-hmm. Um 3,900, even if he gets, I think the low end of what he gets is like 23, 24 minutes. I think he can smash value at that. It's just a very safe, inexpensive guy, and he's going to allow me to, you know, get all sorts of other players in my lineups that I want. So I I think it's Rondo. What about you? Yeah, and then that's a great price uh, and a great player. 
And I, I had a feeling you were going to throw out Rondo there again because you did say, yeah, he's one of my favorite plays of the night. Uh, I also really like him as well. We'll see. If Giannis doesn't play, I think for me it's got to be Middleton in pretty much all my lineups, which is unfortunate, all, or even with Giannis. Uh, I kind of just want Giannis to play just so people don't have the same idea as me. But I'm probably um, – I, I do like me some Middleton in this. I think he's going to get funneled a lot of usage. I know the price tag is a little different there. And I'm probably going to have a lot of shares of Westbrook uh, just just to hope that this is his game. I wouldn't call him my favorite player of the night, but uh, I'll have me some decent shares there. Cool. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you on Middleton. When I was taking a second, those were the two guys <laughs> I was picking between. So, Yeah, well, one Rondo's only 39, so... Uh, if you, even if it gets you 22 points, it's still really solid value, and then you have the, the money to pay up for other people. Uh, so that's a really good one there. All right, man. So we hit it. We did the two games. Uh, before we go, everybody, make sure to check on um, our, our one of our partnering sponsors, Manscaped.com. Go to Manscaped.com, enter the promo code HOOPBALL20. You get 20% off, and you get free shipping and everything. Uh, they also have a sale going on now, so you're going to get a – Pretty big discount if you use that. Uh, and I've, if you heard me before mention it, the lawnmower 3.0. I saw the commercials on it the other day while I was watching the game. It's it's fantastic. Uh, I can't again. I can't stress it enough. That thing is is magic. Um, but yeah, and and also if you guys have time, if you want, uh, anytime you're on iTunes, Spotify, whatever it is, wherever you listen to podcasts, give us a rate review. Now tell us what you like, what you don't like. Uh, and we'll be sure to listen and try and uh, change every, anything. If you guys don't if you want us to change some stuff, if you if you have any ideas, just pop it in there. And be sure to keep checking out all the stuff we got going at Hoopball. We're, we've been changing our website. Uh, we have a, a Facebook now and Instagram, all of our Twitter accounts, a bunch of different podcasts. We got everything going on there. Um, but yeah, Steve, before we head on out, is there any last thing that you want to tell all, all of our viewers out there? Yeah, I guess just a big thing tomorrow is keep an eye on the news for the first game. Uh, you know, the Giannis news is going to impact the Bucks team a lot. We might want to look at Marvin Williams if uh, he does end up in the starting lineup. And the Heat, we have a lot of guys questionable, so we're going to want to keep our eye on that as well. Yeah, and the news is always the biggest thing. Uh, we, we can only tell you, and then something could happen by the time game time starts and change all of our ideas. But yeah, that's awesome. All right, buddy. I will catch you again. Uh, you'll catch us two again next Monday or next Tuesday as usual. Uh, tomorrow it would be myself and Mike on. And, oh, yeah, guys, if you're more of a reader, I know you probably won't be listening this far, but uh, if you want a quick quick breakdown as well, Steve's doing our layup line tonight. And I, lo- I always love when he does the layup lines, but uh, keep an eye out for that. Uh, everything's free right now, so enjoy yourself that way as well. Um, But on behalf of myself, Steve, and everyone here at HoopBall, thank you guys for joining us for another edition of HoopBall DFS Today, and we'll catch you tomorrow. Thanks, guys. This has been a HoopBall presentation.